Perfect. How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back and we are kicking off our week four coverage by taking a look at the Bears opponents, the New York football giants. The Giants coming off of a Monday night football loss against the Cowboys last night are going to look to bounce back at home against the Bears. We're going to be discussing everything that you need to know about the Giants before we head into this game on Sunday. Welcome back to the channel, though. Feels good to be back once again. If you haven't done so already, we're trying to post the most comprehensive Bears coverage on the web throughout the entirety of the season. Drop a like, subscribe, follow, give the <clears> podcast <throat> a five-star rating, share it online. Wherever you are, we appreciate your guys' support. It has been awesome this season. We have fun doing it, and we are excited to get into another week's coverage. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, I am joined by my co-host on my right, Parth Shaw. Parth. Not the most entertaining Monday night football game last night. It gives me some hope for the Bears this week. Obviously, we'll get into it, but how are you doing, my man? Doing pretty good. Uh, I'm just busy with school right now, and uh, like you said, the Monday night game last night wasn't the best, but you know, it was football at the end of the day. It was great to watch some action, um, you know, and uh, I live with a couple of Giants fans right now, so they weren't too happy about that. Oh, it's a big week for you and your roommates, then, it seems like. Yeah, it should be a good week. Um, you know, I think a good week, a good week, a good week. That's your prediction? I, I, okay, that's okay. my prediction. You know, maybe I hinting at something, week. something that'll come this weekend. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we've got the Giants this week. Another winnable game for the Bears. Uh, if anything was shown last night, this is definitely going to be a game that the Bears will have an opportunity to win. Let's get into it. First and foremost, I think the most important thing: taking a look at the Giants this afternoon, Sterling Shepard. He just went down with a torn ACL. He is out for the season. Bigger roles for guys like Kadarius Tony, <clears throat> Kenny Galladay, who's been struggling, uh, as well as Wandell Robinson, the rookie. So taking a look at that Giants depth chart in terms of wide receivers, Wandell Robinson, Tony, Shepard obviously being out, Galladay, uh, you would presume he would have a little bit of a bigger role. Where the Giants can hurt you on offense, it's not going to be quarterback Daniel Jones. I think a lot of us can say that after last <laughs> night. It is going to be on the ground. They have a pretty good tandem with Saquon Barkley, who is healthy. He is back playing some of the best football of his career alongside Matt Breida, who was able to make some solid plays last night as well. At tight end, they've got Daniel Bellinger. He made some solid contributions last night. A pretty decent offensive line that did struggle a lot. Pretty decent. In terms of the names they have, however, it has not panned out for them whatsoever. Andrew Thomas out of Alabama a couple of years ago. They added Evan Neal this year. Uh, Parth, man, I mean, we just got to see these Giants play football last night, and yep. it was rough. Uh, Cooper Rush, and if Dak Prescott played that game, uh, the Cowboys would have run away, but it seemed like it was pretty dominant uh, minus the score of a victory for the Cowboys. And the Giants were not able to get anything going offensively unless they handed the ball off to Saquon. So let me know your thoughts on this Giants offense. Yeah, I mean, this Giants offense, obviously, you know, with Daniel Jones at quarterback, there's limitations to that. You know, there's no disrespect to Daniel Jones. But in my opinion, he's just not a starting quarterback in this league anymore. He's in a very similar spot to Mitch was in our team. That's what, yeah, Absolutely. I, um, and also, um, I think Daniel Jones, um, he's he's their running back, too, in my opinion, instead of Matt Breida, <laughs> I think. 
uh, I think the I think Daniel Jones can run the ball. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. That dude can run. He's he's got some speed in him, and Saquon Barkley, obviously, top five back when he's healthy and he's showing in it right now. I mean, you can't say anything about his game. Uh, the way he breaks out for those big runs uh, here and there. I mean, he's definitely gonna do it against the Bears. I I know he will. I know he did it in the past as well. So. Um, definitely not looking forward to seeing that, but I, I, I would like to see Saquon Barkley stay healthy. Um, I think he did tear his ACL or something against the Bears. Uh, it was a yeah, that was a couple of years ago. They played a couple, yeah. I think they've played for the last four years after, yeah, after this season. Weird. So, a lot of good games, though. I mean, the, the game where Anthony Miller uh caught the touchdown from Tariq Cohen on, on the Philly special play. Yep. Um, a couple of good games in Chicago. Obviously, the Bears didn't end up winning that one in New York. So I guess looking for a little bit of vengeance in terms of that game, I believe, was in 2019 or 2018 mm-hmm. uh, here in 2020. Look, this Giants offense, uh, they have not shown much to me outside of Saquon Barkley. I'm not incredibly confident in the Bears' ability to stop the run. However, if they can bottle up Saquon at all, I do believe they will have a high likelihood of winning this game. Chicago comes in at a three and a half point underdog plus 158 money line over unders only at 39. The giants have only put up 18.7 points per game. They beat the Tennessee Titans. They beat the Carolina Panthers who looked absolutely horrid, but Daniel Jones is averaging under 190 passing yards per game. Shutting down the run is going to be key for the Bears defensively in this game. I think they're going to be able to get pressure on Jones. The Dallas Cowboys, uh, I believe last night, had upwards close to 10 sacks on 35 pressures. Uh, Obviously, the Bears don't have Micah Parsons in their front seven, but they have Roquan Smith, who's playing incredible football. Robert Quinn looking to bounce back after a little bit of a mediocre start to the season. Young guys like Travis Gibson, Dominique Robbins, Dominique Robinson, Mm -hmm. Justin Jones. I think if the Bears can bottle up the run in this one, uh, which is going to be a tough task, the Giants are averaging 169.3 rushing yards per game. If the Bears can slow down Saquon, I think they can most definitely compete in this game. The Giants offense hasn't shown me much, and I got to be honest, Kenny Galladay is someone who, if we're talking two years ago today, and this is a breakdown of the (laughs) Detroit Lions, I would be very worried about facing this Bears secondary that doesn't know if they're going to have Jalen Johnson back or not. However, I'm not too worried about what they bring. Wondell Robinson is a talented player out of Kentucky. He is young, uh, but, you know, I, I'm not too worried when the ball's in Daniel Jones's hands, and that might be a little a little bit hypocritical uh, coming from me, being that Justin Fields is not playing incredible. However, oh, I mean, he's, he's not even averaging 100 yards a game. No, I mean, yeah, 99. Fields is, yeah. Justin Fields is the worst quarterback in football right now by far. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm not too worried about the Bears' uh, chances to hang in defensively in this one, especially if they can slow down Saquon uh, out of the get-go. Defensively, uh, the Giants possess a little bit of a harder task. Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator, known as one of the best in the league. He's been around forever, and he is going to make Justin Fields win this game. A lot of underrated pieces on this Giants defense, base 3-4-D, that held the Cowboys to only 23 points last night. Uh, obviously, Cooper Rush was playing, however, still a pretty solid performance from them, uh, I would say. Dallas wasn't able to do a lot for a while. But guys like Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Kayvon Thibodeau, the fifth overall draft pick, uh, he is looking very good. At linebacker, they've got Tay Crowder, a young secondary with some experience as well. Guys like Adoree Jackson, Fabian Moreau, Julian Love, Xavier McKinney-Parth. I'm going to pass it back to you. It seems like maybe because we just saw the Giants play so recently, we aren't talking about them or uh, giving them 
Oh, as Parth gets kicked out of the stream, uh, I guess I'll go into it. But it seems like the Giants haven't gotten uh, haven't gotten as much talking as we should as we should give them uh, this this early in the podcast, just given uh, that they played last night. However, I, you know, I was I was actually very impressed with how their defense performed last night. Uh, I think the Dallas Cowboys offense, even with someone like Cooper Rush, who played a good game, should be able to succeed. Uh, and the Giants did a pretty good do- job at shutting them down uh, in the secondary. CeeDee Lamb wasn't really able to break out until the second half of the game. All things considered, I think the Bears are going to have another tough go offensively, but they will be able to get the run game going. Chicago has been averaging 186 <clears throat> excuse me, rushing yards per game this season. And I think they'll be able to continue this success against the Giants. Part just texted me his computer crashed. So I guess I'm going solo for the rest of this. But um, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard were able to pick up monster carries, take time off this clock. I think Khalil Herbert is in for a good game this weekend. David Montgomery, if he can come back, hopefully we'll be able to make some solid contributions as well. But the Bears should be able to gash the Giants up front. Uh, and unfortunately, I'm not sure if it's going to be an easy day for Justin Fields, uh, just given that they have a little bit better of a secondary, in my opinion, there with the Giants. Uh, and Wink Martindale is going to make it tough. So if the Bears have to turn to Justin Fields in this game, they could be in for some trouble. But I am actually extremely confident that the Bears will be able to find success on the ground in this game game. So talked a little bit about the Giants. We're going to come back in just a second, answer some questions about the game, hopefully have Parth back here on the podcast. But first we have to get to today's sponsored message from our good friends over at Manscaped. So let's hop into that. Support for Bear Down is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their precision products are engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's new performance package 4.0 offers the ultimate hygiene bundle, and you can join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer that only we have for you. 20% off and worldwide shipping with code BEARDOWN at manscaped.com. Once again, code bear down, as you can see on the screen at manscaped.com. The performance package package 4.0 has arrived and oh my goodness, it is a game changer inside this package. You'll find the lawnmower 4.0, as well as the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer alongside the crop preserver, as well as the crop reviver and some other special gifts. Uh, including the performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold your own goodies. First off, this lawnmower 4.0, this trimmer is the future of grooming and dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever. It features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents as well as nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate places. The 4000K LED spotlight will also help if you need a more precise shave. This weed whacker here, as I spoke about earlier, is waterproof and has proprietary skin-safe technology, which also helps re- reduce snags in those delicate nose holes. And finally, the crop preserver and the reviver ball toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. It's time to take care of yourself at manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with promo code BEARDOWN. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping on things such as the Performance Package 4.0 and everything else that Manscaped offers with code BEARDOWN at manscaped.com. Thank you so much, Manscaped, for sponsoring this episode once again, and let's hop back into the podcast. 
All right. It seems as if my trusty co-host here, Parshat, is back. Parth, good to see you once again. Uh, talked a little bit about the Giants' defense. Now we're going to get back into a couple of questions about the game. Let's talk about Daniel Jones. I think it is very important, and yeah. I normally don't allude <clears throat> confidence in this way, but I am very confident that the Bears' defense will be able to stick in this game be wreckers, be maulers up front, force turnovers. The Dallas Cowboys last night forced 33, I think it was 33 pressures on Daniel Jones, were able to get a handful of sacks on him. Do you think the Bears pass rush is going to be able to come through this week? Absolutely. I mean, obviously the Cowboys pass rusher D-line is a lot better than the Bears. Um, I mean, Micah Parsons is the best play, one of the best players in football. So credit to the Cowboys. Um, but I think the Bears will be able to do a great job. Um, at the end of the day, we still have guys like Robert Quinn, Travis Gibson, Al-Quidine Muhammad, you know, who who can get pressure on a team that obviously is struggling currently with pass blocking. And Daniel Jones also, you know, is a guy who can fumble a lot. So if the Bears are able to sack him, I'd like to see them go for the strip. I know they do it. The corners have been doing it. The safety's been trying to punch the ball out. So, you know, I think Robert Quinn's the perfect guy for that, you know. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And Quinn is someone who needs a bounce back game after, exactly. you know, he's been all right this season, but with the numbers he put up last year, I think a lot of Bears fans are expecting more out of him. Look, Daniel Jones has turned the ball over more than any quarterback in the league since the day he was drafted. I think the Bears are going to be able to get a ton of pressure. As I mentioned <laughs> earlier, uh, the Giants have a lot of uh, inexperience up front, especially at the tackle position with guys like Andrew Thomas and the rookie Evan Neal. I expect both of them to obviously be able to pan out, but they're both recent draft picks who have struggled early. We saw a ton of holding calls last night against the Giants on that offensive line. So I think the Bears, guys like Dominique Robinson, Justin Jones, Armand Watts on the inside as well, are going to be able to force a ton of pressure on Jones. It also gives me confidence that they will be able to slow down Barkley and just stay in this game defensively, give their offense a lot of opportunity to churn down that clock with the run game and be able to hopefully put up points. If the Bears could win the turnover battle in this game, I would be very confident in their ability to win it overall. Parth, before we close it off, let's talk about the Bears offense. Nobody has been able to stop Khalil Herbert in these last couple of weeks. He's currently seventh in the league in rushing yards uh, cumulatively as the backup. 240 for him, 80 yards a game, three touchdowns, 7.3 yards per carry, an average of 6.7 yards before contact. The Bears just coming off of a week where they had 281 yards on the ground, their most rushing yards in a game since 19, 1984. The year before they won the Super Bowl, let me say, uh, it seems like all things are pointing upwards in terms of the Bears' run game. Uh and we saw the Cowboys last night, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard have a ton of success against yeah. the Giants. We don't know what David Montgomery's status is just yet, so let's stick on the topic of Khalil Herbert. Do you think he's in for another big game against the Giants in Week 4? The Bears would probably win the Super Bowl if this is the 1980s, but, you know, um, just the way, with the, the way they were playing offense. But Walter Payton was built different, man. Exactly. Know. Um, but no, uh, regarding clear Her Her Herbert, um, you know, I think he's due for another big game. I think the way he plays football is just incredible. And obviously this run blocking has been insane. A pro football focus. I think gave us number two. You sent me or something. Yes. Yeah, like sec second ranking in the league, but behind only the, basically in every run run category, the bears are only slightly behind the Cleveland Browns who obviously have a great tandem there with Nick. Exactly. Chubb and Hunt, I mean, Nick so Chubb's been killing yeah. it so far. Second, this year. second highest rated, uh, run blocking team through three weeks 
so, so that obviously helps a lot, you know, especially when you're a guy like Khalil Herbert, who's just getting some more playing time uh, as, as David Montgomery is uh, going to most likely be out for a couple of weeks, I think. But um, I think Herbert is going to have another big game. I think the way he played last week was just another uh, sign that he's about to break out. I think uh, Herbert um, reminds me a lot of uh, Jordan Howard and just the way he's able to just get big games. You know, when Howard was on the team, um, he was he was get, getting 100-plus yards, 85, 90 yards almost every single game, and that's what Clear Herbert does. You know, no, no disrespect to Montgomery, but I think Herbert's also able to get a lot more yards per carry. I mean, 7.3, you said so far this year on 7.9. Uh, yeah. Oh, excuse that's me. Inc- that, and like Monty's so far career averages are on 3.8, I think. 7.3, so, my bad. 7.3. Yeah. He was 7.9 in the game against the Texans, though. So exactly. I think, I think Clear Herbert can do the job. And on first downs, you need someone like him who can get, who can get, the ball moving because Justin Fields is obviously struggling right now and we need to make sure that he can get his confidence back up as he's just missing reads and missing some throws and so we need Herbert to obviously step it up for the Bears I think he's gonna touch another 100 yard game actually yeah I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you I don't think it's kind of unfortunate Mm -hmm. that the entire start to the season we had been saying the quarterback's best friend is a good running game and then we see the passing game get worse when the running game is at an all-time best yeah Uh, however i do think the bears are going to be able to tear it up on the ground in this game you take a look at their team rushing stats this season overall with guys like david montgomery and treston ebner who will continue to get more opportunities if montgomery is hurt in this game Uh, but you take into consideration they're rushing as a team they're second in total rushing yards with 560 fourth in yards per carry with 5.4 tied for third in rushing touchdowns with four and second in carries of 20 plus yards with five. I think Khalil Herbert, the bears rushing attack absolutely eats in this one. And I don't think there is much more to add. I think this is going to be a very competitive, uh, potentially low scoring game with two defenses that have been performing pretty well. Uh, but I think Saquon could go for 150 yards and I think Khalil Herbert could do the absolute same for Chicago's end. So should be interesting. I do believe if the bears can slow down the run at all in this game, uh, they will have a very good chance to win it, to move to three and one, to make a lot of people money. Uh, I am very confident uh, in the bears heading into this week. So should be an interesting build up to the week. Thank you guys so much for listening in to this episode of meet the opponents. We've got more bears giants coverage coming to you guys the rest of the week. If you haven't done so already, drop a like, subscribe, follow, share the podcast, give it a five-star rating wherever you are listening. We appreciate your guys' support greatly. If you want more content from us, head to our website, beardown.com. The link is in the description. We're getting you guys ready for bears giants on there as well. You can find the podcast, podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Baird Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our personal social media pages down in the description. Myself, as well as Parth and our entire team. It's another great way to interact with us. You can see our thoughts on all things Bears, the entirety of the National Football League, and all of Chicago sports year-round. The Blackhawks starting up today. The Bulls getting underway soon. There is a lot to look forward to in Chicago. If you keep your eyes away from the sport of baseball, Parsha, any last words before we sign off here? Yeah, no, we're done with baseball. Uh, congrats, <laughs> c- congrats to the Cleveland Guardians on that. And, I mean, I don't even know what to say. That that's Congrats to the hurt. Cubs on a, on a very above-average finish since the month of June. They're not getting the respect they deserve. I mean, they nah. played their best baseball when it didn't matter at all. I don't want to hear it. Shut up. No, 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 no. You guys, right. you guys weren't going to make noise anyway. It, the the whole entire focus should be on how bad the White Sox are. You know, I Jeez, think that's, man, you get so defensive so quickly. 
No, I think the White Sox, they need to fire sell everything. I think they should fire Tony LaRusso. Rick Hahn. Yeah. Rick Hahn states. I like Rick Hahn personally. Really? I, I, I read earlier today that I think he's the third, uh, one of three GMs in baseball who's stuck around since 2012 uh, and has had multiple coaching changes since he's been with the organization. I mean, I honestly don't think he gets fired. I mean, this Tony LaRusso was not Rick Hahn's number one, that was Jerry Reinsdorf putting his stamp on the door and making that decision. I think Ray Khan deserves to stay because that was not someone he wanted to hire. And I also think Ray Khan obviously has overspent, you know, in the bullpen and stuff. I could talk about the White Sox for days. It's just stocks down. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's hope the Reinsdorfs don't do that to the Bulls. Uh, I, I I think that they are very much trending upwards. Zach Levine gets the huge contract. I think, extension. yeah. I'm excited Arturis to watch Karnas them. Ovis is doing a great job. You know, I think, uh, with the way, I mean, Billy Donovan's a great head coach, in my opinion. You know, you can. I, I, I heard some Billy slander last year. I don't want to hear it. I think he's a good coach. Oh, I, I truly think the Bulls are the only good team in Chicago, so it should be it should be fun to watch. Hey, them. The Bears I'm, I'm a little tentative on the Bears, but if they can win this week, I'll feel a little bit better about them. So, thank you guys for listening to our Chicago sports rant and our podcast. If you listened all the way through, once again, we appreciate your guys' support greatly. More Bears versus Giants coverage coming all week. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. And Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace out.